Welcome to another episode of Local First Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Kohansky, recording out of Exacta Studios in Studio 1A in Brookfield, Wisconsin. Um, really excited today's episode and today's guest. Um, if you've been around Milwaukee for a while, you're going to know who this guy is. He's been on TV. I see he's a local, local legend. Um, on TV, and, and he's doing some really great things now. So I'm really excited to introduce Mark Concannon with Concannon Communications. Thanks for being on the show today. Rob, thank you. It's a pleasure. I'm very excited to be here. Welcome. So for those that don't know who you are, <laughs> uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, you know, kind of give us your backstory. Sure. Well, I've been in the Milwaukee market for a long time. I uh, worked at Channel 6 for 23 years, as a uh, first starting as a weekend sportscaster and then transitioning to uh, the Wake Up News when we started that show back in 1990 and worked on that show for 20 years. A lot of early alarms, but just a great run. And uh, primarily, uh, that was my broadcasting background. I uh, worked for Fox Sports Wisconsin for five years after that, filling in on some Buck and Brewer telecasts as a sideline reporter and uh, host of Brewers and Bucks Live. And uh, for the last nine years, I have owned a video company, Concannon Communications. Uh, we help businesses of any size tell their stories with video. And uh, it's just been great to be able to have a career in, in many different fashions that uh, revolves around telling stories. That's really cool what you do is like you really were able to transition from telling stories on the TV to taking all that knowledge that you've had to going into that next chapter in your life and using it in video and telling stories for people. You know, what was that transition like? And, you know, what were some of those challenges, you know, making that change? That's a great question. And, uh, yes, essentially uh, it was – Utilizing the skill set that I've had for many years in many different markets in television uh, and transitioning that into being an advocate for clients. For my personal transition, it was relatively easy in that respect in that my personality uh, on the morning show was always very positive, very upbeat. Um, I was always the, isn't this great guy? You know, <laughs> hey, it's the first day of Summerfest. Isn't this, this great? great? Yes. So I, I made the transition from uh, what I did on television to uh, my video company and, and, again, representing clients uh, by just keeping that mantra for my clients. Hey, aren't they great? They're a great business. This is something that you should uh, look into and why you should do business with them. But the, you know, the bigger challenges for me were just running a business. I mean, how does that happen? I mean, I knew about video. I knew about storytelling. I've been doing it all my life. But uh, running a business? Wow. I was uh, starting in kindergarten. Nine years later, I like to tell folks I'm in about eighth grade now. I've learned some. I've still got so much to learn. But that was the big challenge, just dealing with uh, marketing and prospecting and things of that nature. Uh, but, you know, it's been a great continuing education for me. And I feel very blessed to have uh, experienced that growth. Uh, for better or worse, sometimes you learn those lessons in business painfully, but uh, it's been really exhilarating, you know, just being able to learn that side of things and uh, continue to learn. That, that's awesome. So what type of stories, you know, do you do with your video? Um, and kind of, you know, elaborate on what you do with that video and, and, and those communication skills, you know, how does that all come together, you know, and, and how do, you know, businesses or companies use that? 
Well, video by far and away is the most effective marketing content there is. The platforms are ever-changing out there, and there will be platforms five years from now we didn't even think about. But regardless of what the platform is or where that platform is going, video is always going to be the most effective content. So that's number one. That's what we tell all our clients and prospective clients. And basically, uh, it's a wide variety of videos that we do. Um, you know, the culture video, the differentiator, why is your business better than your competitors? Uh, client testimonials, always very strong on video. A lot of folks have client testimonials on their website and they're printed, and that's fine, but it's a whole nother animal to see a very happy client talk about why company X uh, has added value to their bottom line. So we do a lot of testimonials. Those are very, very effective. And then uh, product demonstrations, um, we do uh, training videos uh, just in terms of uh, how certain things work. We do that for manufacturing. And in the manufacturing sector, we've been doing a lot of recruiting videos. Um, you know, why manufacturing is a strong career option if you're not a four-year college type of person. And uh, also just recruiting videos for different companies in all sectors because we know what the job market's like right now. It's very competitive out there. It's a candidate's market. So companies are trying to put on their best face to, rec to attract and retain their top talent, and video is a great way to do that. I mean, I always tell people with a video, people who see it feel like they know you before they've even met you, and there's nothing else that can really take that place. And that's what we really try to tell our clients. You know, videos like going to 100 networking events every day. You can be out there 24-7, all over the country, all over the world, and people see you. They hear you. They connect with you. So that's basically our approach to, uh, to work with our clients. That's really awesome. So you do this all through storytelling. Right. And, and I see that, you know, all over, you know, what you've done. And it really comes out in, in how you say that, being able to get people's stories across. And I think that's really awesome. What has been one of, like, the funnest things or funniest things that's happened to you at, at the, this new venture? Well, there have been, <laughs> there have been a lot of uh, very memorable moments. But I tell you, um, you know, we've had so many terrific clients and uh, very blessed to, to have worked with some great people and just some of our latest projects. Uh, we've had a lot of fun with the Milwaukee Admirals hockey team. And uh, they have always been really innovative and fun and just really creative. And if you've gone to a game, you know what kind of experience that is. It's a lot of fun. And um, Talked to those guys uh, during the summer, during the off-season last summer, about uh, doing some videos that were non-hockey videos. You know, asking the players silly questions like, you know, what's one food you would never eat? Who was your first celebrity crush? And, you know, to give folks who are hardcore hockey fans and, more importantly, non-hardcore fans, you're trying to bring more people in the tent, a real sense of who these folks are. And, uh, you know, the guys really responded to it, you know, because they're used to answering a lot of questions about hockey, which, of course, they're going to do. And that's what the media is covering, this, the sports media. But we really had a lot of fun with that, just getting some of their answers about who their favorite concert was and what's their dream car and things like that. So that's been a very fun experience uh, uh, here lately and uh, really enjoy that. That's awesome. That's awesome that you get to have fun with what you do. What... If you could go back in time and, you know, talk to your younger self, what advice would you give yourself? Boy, that's a great question. And um, 
You know, it's uh, just thinking on that for a second because there are, there are several things I would tell my younger <laughs> self. I think I think the the number one thing would be to just take a breath. Um, I, I, I guess it's from my media background where things happen instantly. You're live, bang, bang, bang. And, and it's almost instant knowledge of whether something worked or didn't work. And sometimes I'd get very impatient. It's like, oh, man, I could have done this better and, and all that. And sometimes, you know, I, I'm used to that instantaneous response from all my media days. And I have to remember now, in a non-media role, that things happen more slowly. Yes, and do. you have to have empathy and you have to have patience. So the number one thing I would tell my younger self would be just take a breath and think about it. Because I'm so used to just, hey, let's go, let's go, let's move it. And sometimes it just it it it's self-defeating. It drives me nuts. And at the end of the day, it doesn't doesn't really help anything. So that would be my number one advice to the younger me. Just take a <laughs> breath and kind of soak it in a little bit before you do anything. Yes, yes, I agree with you. I, I, I'm similar to the same way, same type. And I'm, you know, you know, just jump into it and then you look yeah. back and like, oh, I should have waited just a little bit longer. Yes. Just took a little bit deeper breath. That's awesome. What are some of the tools that you use uh, daily to keep yourself going? Well, um, uh, a big uh, social media guy in terms of uh, letting folks know what we're doing, uh, big on LinkedIn and, uh, and Twitter and things of that nature. Um, you know, I have a lot of contacts in the area from my days in the media and just having been here now 32 years, my goodness. Of course, I came here when I was 10. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, really try to stay in touch with folks and do, do a lot of networking. Um, just to see what's going on and, and to see how I can help people. So many people reached out to help me when I was learning. And I'm, as I mentioned, I'm still learning in a big way about running a business that if there's anything I can do, you know, if I meet somebody for coffee or if I'm at a networking event to uh, help them, if there's any relationship I have with someone who could help another person, uh, you know, I'm a big believer in that because, again, so many people really uh, reached out at no personal or professional gain for them to help me. So that's a really big one for me right now. Just it's a cliche, but it's so true, you know, paying it forward. Paying it forward. That is so true. Yes. And, that's, you know, when you do that, it comes back for you. I definitely agree with that. There it, is a karma out there. There, it, there is. Yeah. And I truly believe in that, you know, regardless of what it is, it could be the simplest little thing. And, you know, it could be as simple as opening a door for someone yes. or just helping someone out or making that connection for someone. And it is so huge. And, you know, I have a similar story. It was like, I would not be here sitting down with you if it wasn't for people helping me out, making those connections, you know, helping me get this nice studio and getting the equipment and, and getting in front of everybody that I have been able to talk to. And it's been exciting and I love it. Yeah. You know, and it, it's, it's great, Rob, that... I've lived in seven different states. You know, I, w I was at six different stations before I got to Milwaukee, the TV stations. And this by far, well, it's, it's my favorite place. This is home. We love it here. But I've never been in a, in a city, in an area where people so genuinely want to help you. It's not just window dressing. They're not going to say, hey, yeah, call and, you know, maybe we'll have lunch. People here follow through. And uh, that just blows me away. You know, that, that Midwestern sincerity and genuineness, and, and that has been something that has just been a joy to be part of. And that's, that's so awesome. Um, 
Who has been like some of your, your greatest mentors throughout your life? Boy, I've been very fortunate um, to have many. Um, I went to Syracuse University, and uh, it is um, the cradle of sportscasters. Uh, there are, you know, you name uh, some of the top names in the business, you know, Dick Stockton and Marv Albert and Mike Tirico and uh, right down the line. Um, when I was a freshman, uh, there was, when I was working at the college radio station doing some basketball play-by-play, and uh, there was a senior who listened to my tape a little bit and made some suggestions. And that guy's name is Bob Costas. Wow. And, um, you know, again, somebody who didn't have to do that. And we all knew even then that he was destined for greatness. But he was a great mentor to me. And then I've had several news directors down the line um, who um, were very patient with a young kid <laughs> and, and really, uh, really pointed me along uh, the right path and how to, how to be more effective in my delivery. And there are just a lot of folks uh, in this area who have been business mentors for me. Um, again, people who I didn't know. I had the advantage when I transitioned from TV to my business of having a personal brand, you know, being on TV for 27 years between Fox Sports Wisconsin and, and Fox 6, you know, a lot of folks knew who I was, and I'll, they would come up to me at networking events, and I formed some really great friendships, and so many people, again, just reached out and said, hey, you think about doing it this way, and stuff that I would have never known. So, you know, I've really been fortunate to have a lot of mentorship along the way. So if you could go back in time or, you know, thought of a story of when you said, like, wow, I'm really making a difference. You know, it could be personal or it could be business or, you know, something like that, that you're making a difference in either your life or someone else's life. Boy, another great question here. Um, you know, when we did our morning show uh, at Channel 6, when I was part of the morning show team, um, you know, we did a lot of interviews uh, to help certain causes, to promote certain events for nonprofits and things of that nature. And they're too numerous to mention. But I think at that point, um, you know, that was the feeling that, that, that we were in our own small way trying to help people, you know, not taking credit for their efforts. But if there was some small way that we could make a difference, uh, you know, that was always very rewarding. And I can't tell you, Rob, how many people even now still come up to me and say, hey, I watched you all the time when I was growing up. Um, and my friends will say, well, doesn't that make you feel old? <laughs> uh, I suppose. But you know what? It makes me feel great yeah. that I was in some small way part of their lives. And I mean, I've had women come up to me, you know, who were, you know, mothers and said, yeah, you know, I had a colicky baby and I'd get up and watch you on the morning show, and, and I saw your smile, and it made me feel better. And, man, if there was some little thing I could do to help people have a, a little moment of cheer, I, that's, that's just an honor. I mean, how many people get to do that? Right. And uh, that would be my answer. The morning show audience is a very personal audience. They really felt like they knew you because you, they're getting up. They're getting ready for work. They're getting their kids ready for school, and there you are every day. 
And uh, it's just a much more personal connection than some of the night shows who are, you know, the folks who do those shows are very talented, very skilled professionals, but it's much more businesslike for like the six and 10, you know, bang, 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 bang. You know, we were on for four and a half hours. We had a lot of time to just decompress and chat a little bit. And I think people really connected with that. Is there any book or quote that has guided you? Boy. Um, great question in a lot of books. I tell you, one of the first books that, that really guided me uh, to my career was uh, the, a baseball book that was basically the first of its kind and then it really told what was going on, called Ball Four, written by Jim Bouton. And uh, it was his year with the Seattle Pilots, who eventually became the Milwaukee Brewers. And just seeing what happened behind the scenes there and seeing that it was so different than what, what I was really led to believe was happening, that really sparked my interest. To, you know, there, there is another side to this story. I was just so curious. That really influenced me to, to pursue a career in journalism. And, uh, and then now, you know, just reading some business books and things like that. Uh, I'm a big Malcolm Gladwell fan. Blink. Blink I yeah. love Blink. It's one of my you know, favorites. Your, your first impression is usually the right one. Yeah. And we all know what it's like. Sometimes you can talk yourself out of a good decision. Oh, well, should I do this? You know, that's been a big one for me as well. That's a good one. I, I gave that book away to someone. Okay. Yeah, and I didn't ever got it back. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's okay. You're you know, passing along the wisdom. Passing along that's the good wisdom. stuff. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Okay, I have to call that person. <laughs> <laughs> really? Hey, this is Rob. Where's He's my blank? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what advice would you give to someone that's you know starting out either like in a communications company or video or even broadcasting? You know, what advice would you give them? Well, the number one thing is if they're. Um, in college right now, or even if they're in high school, um, you know, it's great to, to do well in class. Obviously, that makes you a well-rounded person, and that defines who you are. Uh, but boy, get practical experience. Get an internship. Get with a, a newspaper or a radio station or a TV station uh, to really see how it happens. It's one thing to talk about in theory. Uh, it's a whole nother deal to be there and you really understand what is required of you. So by all means, get that practical experience. And uh, that, that helped me. I mean, my first job, job in quotes, uh, I grew up in Philadelphia and this is back in the glory days of AM radio, dating myself a little bit here. But um, I answered, and this really dates myself, I answered request phones at one of the big AM stations in Philadelphia back in the days when people would call in the DJ and say, hey, can you play, you know, Sugar Sugar by the Archies? Again, <laughs> really dating myself here. But, uh, you know, and, but that got me in the door. And then from there, I got an internship in their newsroom. And I was like 18 years old and, and just learned so much. And that gave me a leg up for to launch my career. Uh, just having that practical experience and um, was was a big differentiator for me. That is really awesome. That's very good advice. I just got to take a moment here to thank Exact Corporation for this awesome studio. Uh, they are located in Brookfield, Wisconsin. So, Mark, what's got you fired up about the future? 
Well, there's just been a huge difference uh, from when I started my business in 2010, my video business, to, to current day in terms of the perception of video. In 2010, you know, the economy wasn't great. Uh, but also, a lot of people looked at video as like, well, it'd be nice, but it's kind of a luxury. Well, now, nine years later, folks understand that they need video. They absolutely have to have it to be competitive. And that attitudinal change has been great. There are a lot of folks uh, that, that really understand they need their stories told with video. And uh, that breadth of uh, possibilities for us is, is something that's really exciting. And uh, we look forward to those possibilities. That's awesome. So how do the listeners get in contact with you to get more information about what you do? Sure. Well, email is a great way. It's Mark, M-A-R-K, at concannoncommunications.com. And then concannoncommunications.com is my website, has contact information, uh, more on my background, and uh, lots of samples of uh, our work and some of the clients we've dealt with. You know, before we get too far into this, I was about to jump into the rapid fire section, and we have not talked about your book. Okay. Let's take a few minutes and, sure. and, and let the listeners learn where that originated from and how that all came about. No, it'd be my pleasure. I appreciate it. Um, well, for the last five years, we've been working with the Milwaukee County War Memorial Center um, on a project called the Veteran Story Project, and it's simply a video archive of interviews with Wisconsin vets from all wars, World War II up to present day. And uh, for five years, we've been compiling these interviews and just these amazing stories from the folks who were at Normandy and Iwo Jima and Quezon and Inchon and, and you name it, um, and compiled all these interviews. And then a couple of years ago, I was reading a book written by a Russian woman about Soviet women who had served on the front lines in World War II. And the book's structure was uh, made up of the author introducing each interview, just a little bit of a context of what that person did and how, how she was uh, part of the Soviet military. And then the rest of the chapter was just a transcription verbatim of the interview. And we had transcribed like 60 VATS interviews for our veteran story project. And I thought to myself, there's a book here. And so... We have put the book together. It's called Metal, M-E-T-T-L-E, and Honor, uh, Wisconsin Stories from the Battlefield. And uh, it's great to have all of these stories in one place. Right now, the videos are on uh, the War Memorial Center website and a lot of different platforms. But the book is really a concentrated collection of all these stories. And it's just been a joy to get these stories out there, these American heroes, and uh, go to different events uh, and meet other vets and, and listen to their stories. It's just been fantastic. And you should know a little bit about the, the military, my friend. Yes, I do. I know just a little bit about that. <laughs> so so how, do, how do they get in? Um, do you have a link for that book? Sure. And then what I'll do is I'll put that on the show notes so that uh, when they're listening to it, um, uh, they can click on it and... and Look for it. I appreciate that. Uh, they can contact me directly by my email. Again, mark, M-A-R-K, at concannoncommunications.com. Also, they can go to the website, metal, M-E-T-T-L-E, and A-N-D, honor, H-O-N-O-R.com. And that has some information there as well. Awesome. Thank you so much. So what we're going to do now is we're going to get into some rapid fire questions, have a little bit more fun here. But before we do that, you get to ask me one question, and I'll do my best to try and answer it. What has been the biggest challenge for you doing this podcast? The biggest challenge? Um, 
<laughs> wow. I, you know, the, I think it's, it's grown so fast and I think that's been the biggest challenge, which is good. But like you said, you have to like pause and really take a look at what's going on around you and take it all in and don't try and do everything by yourself. Ask for help. And and it, it's out there regardless of what you're looking for or what you're trying to do. If you ask for help, people are going to help you if you generally need it and want it and been willing to give it back. So um, th- that's probably been one of my biggest challenges. And it's 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 exciting uh, where we're going this year and, and the, the, the guests that are going to be on here and the new production services that we're offering. So it's it's incredible. And, and I look back at this and go, it hasn't been a year yet. This started in July of 2018, and it's a, a, a passion of mine that's just taken off. And I'm so thankful that I'm able to do this. And I have no background in broadcasting or <laughs> interviewing people or nothing. But you know, after doing a couple hundred of these, you know, you kind of get the get the tools and sure, it's repetition, you know, repetition, just like anything else. Yeah, so I'm super excited, you know. But Great. yeah, those are some of my challenges. So my turn. We're just going to do a few rapid fire questions sure. and wrap this up. So if you could give a TED talk outside of your expertise, what would you talk about? Oh my goodness, outside of my expertise, um. Well, that's a great question. I would talk about empathy. Empathy. Uh, that's something that I have learned in this business that, uh, you know, especially running a business, that uh, sometimes you deal with folks and sometimes it's pretty exasperating. But again, getting back to taking a breath, sometimes you have to really sit back for a second and kind of figure out what's going on in their world before you make a judgment. So I would say empathy. empathy. Okay. Yeah. What has a, a parent failure or failure set you up for later success? An apparent failure? Yes. Um, well, I can tell you, um, I uh, was, uh, we were pitching a job f- to an architecture firm. And uh, really wanted it. Really fun job. Very visual. Great people. Well, we didn't get it. And they were kind enough to tell me why. They said, here's who we hired. Look at their website. And I did. And it was way better than my website. I'm like the, the, the king of do as I say, not as I do. I tell all my clients, your website needs to be video rich. Ours wasn't at that point. Well, I changed that. I made an investment, worked with my web person who's a great talent, and uh, the website is up. It's fabulous, and uh, it has brought some very good results for us. That's very cool. You see, and, and it was really cool about that is that they give you the actual yes. feedback. Yes, yes. And, and sometimes you don't get that, but if you don't get that feedback, you don't know where to go. Exactly. It was really valuable that they did that. That's I really, really cool. appreciated it. Yeah, so that that's awesome that you got that. So uh, one more question. If you could have a gigantic billboard anywhere, what would it say? <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. You know, I've always said that um, the thing I like best to do is to make people feel good about themselves. And I think that's an extension of what we do in video, make companies feel good about themselves and look great. It would probably say something like that. Uh, Mark and Cannon, he'll make you feel better about yourself. And I, and I do that not just in business, but just people I talk to and meet for the first time. Uh, I'm so interested in their stories, and sometimes they don't realize what a cool story they have. Yeah, And, I, and I, I love to point people, point out to people, 
hey, you know what? You got a lot going for you here. You do. You know, and so, it, and that, is, that is really cool. It's like, you know, and that's the, one of the joys I get is because everybody has a story. Uh, and I get to sit here and try and pull that out of people yes. and get them to talk about things and, and who they are and, you know, get to know people. Like you said, you know, part of this podcast is get to know you before they actually do business with you. Absolutely. You know, so that's really cool. So any last request for the audience and any last parting words? Well, um, I think that uh, in this day and age, it, you know, there's just a lot of stuff going on and, um, Sometimes uh, it, it's a crazy world we live in. Our attention spans are short. There are a million streams of social media out there, and there's a lot of tension sometimes in the halls of power. Uh, just take a minute to, to just sit back and maybe be more kind to folks. Um, and uh, I think that would be something that uh, I, can, I can take a lesson from myself and uh, would love to see that uh, happen with other folks as well. Mark, I appreciate you for taking the time to be on Local Force Podcast. Um, I learned a lot about you being on here. And, you know, guys, when you're listening to this, you know, carry on the conversation online. Reach out to Mark. Check out his website, his videos. His stories are incredible out there. Check out his book, too. I mean, some incredible stories out there. Thank you so much, Mark. Rob, my pleasure. Thank you. You're welcome.